Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Whispering Woods podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And this is episode number 27. This episode is all about... A glitch in the matrix. It is. First of all, we've got some shout outs. So we'd like to welcome our new patron, Robert Jones. Thanks so much, Robert. We know it's you. You know we love you and we really appreciate your support. Thank you. And if you want to join our little group on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash the whispering woods. Um, you can listen to all of our apps. Uh, you can listen to all of our episodes there, ad-free. And we also do an extra episode on Wednesdays called Whisper. I've got a couple of shout-outs to give. One is to Tim from Land and Tree. And the other is Emma from Welsh and Welsh Organic Tannery. Tim contacted me, sent me a reel of one of the most haunted places in the UK. So we're going to visit for my birthday. And Emma loves listening on a Sunday when she deep when she sort of defluffs her sh- her sheepskins <laughs> when she does sheepy things. <laughs> right, what do you know about the glitch in the Matrix? Um, well, the Matrix if you're putting it in real life is like stuck in like like a repetitive like life, like everything the same like. Go school, get a nine to five job, and all that. Okay, so about you got to get out of the matrix by making very money. Right. So, what is the matrix then? In that sense, is it in the sense it's just of like, like this sad life? Oh, uh, okay. Right. Well, a glitch in the matrix is like the film Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all plugged into it to like a big computer basically none of their lives are real they're simulated and people who experience glitches in the matrix 
are having, it's like a computer game. You know when you hit a glitch on your game, say you're looking around somewhere and then suddenly it disappears or changes into something else. But then when you look again, it's back to normal. Yeah. That kind of thing. But in real life. <clears throat> so we've got a few stories, we've got four stories about glitches. I have got more stories, so I may do another episode eventually, well, in a few weeks' time to to share these stories because they're great. Um, but I really need to start looking around me a bit more, you know? Because I don't notice things. I walk around in my little bubble. Yeah. Completely ignorant, walking into lampposts, whatever it is I'm doing. Mm. Um, so I need to start looking around a bit more, I think. Yeah. Sometimes I sense that something's strange has happened or you know i get a lot of deja vu do you get that yes yeah, yeah yeah what and you what something's changed or it feels like some, i've done it before yeah the dip last deja vu yeah but that's meant to be yeah, connected to glitches it makes your head go a bit fuzzy well it does mine my head just starts glitching about thinking it you know that oh we might be actually be led somewhere in a, in a fish tank wired up mm. <laughs> um, uh, leading a simulated life interesting right are you ready for the first story mysterious message appears on tv in front of myself and best friend so it was 2008 or 2009 i can't remember exactly It was around the time that the USA was phasing out antenna TVs and there was that huge push to get the digital converter boxes. I'm sure lots of you remember this. So like many people, my family only had cable in the living room. All our other TVs, including the one in my bedroom, needed the converter boxes. The converter boxes finally came and I'm tasked with hooking them up in my room my parents' room, and my sister's room. I get them all hooked up, and all is well, the first day. The next day, I noticed that periodically my TV would get a large black box that would appear perfectly centred in my TV and would take up about 60-70% of the screen, and all anyone could see was the outer border. This would happen multiple times daily, and only ever to my TV with my converter box. My parents didn't want to go through the hassle of replacing it, so I just had to deal with it. Fine. Months go by, and my best friend would come over and hang out all the time. We would play games and watch TV daily. So he has also seen the strange box that appeared in my TV multiple times. Now the news is on, and I remember it was some interview with Reverend Al Sharpton. I don't recall exactly what it was about, but my friend and I both disagreed and were just acting obnoxiously and talking general rubbish about Al Sharpton and whatever he was harping on about. It is immediately after that that the black box takes over the screen, except this time in white letters in all caps inside that box, reads SHUT UP with at least eight exclamation marks. We are both stunned 
and just immediately stare in silence at the screen. It wasn't subtitles. It wasn't closed captioning. It wasn't a hallucination. Someone, somehow, inserted those letters on my screen at the exact moment, on purpose. Who it was, or what the purpose is, I have never known. And it's driven me crazy thinking about it all these years. The message stayed on the screen for at least two full minutes, and then just disappeared. This was the catalyst for both of us to start our journey through all things strange conspiracy, and I've never read of anything similar happening to anyone else. We tore apart the converter box later that night, looking for any kind of transmitter device or microphone, but couldn't find anything of the sort. Of course, we had no experience with those things and were teenagers, so entirely possible something was there that we just missed. I put the box back together and plugged it back in, just waited and hoped another message would appear or something would come from it, but it never did. Neither of us have ever forgotten about it though, and we both wish we could know how it happens and why. So, TV glitching away. This story sounded quite familiar to me, so I had a little look, because I'm sure that I've read or seen something. So I had a look on the internet, and I found a story from 1977, where apparently um, some aliens started talking over a live broadcast. It was either on the BBC or ITV. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that then? <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> well, nobody's ever aimed up to it, and they kind of hacked into the signal and started. It went all went kind of glitchy over the broadcaster, and then they started talking over, saying that they were aliens. Yeah. I think they were trying to save us from ourselves. Sounds familiar, doesn't mm. it? Back in 1977, the 70s were pretty awesome, really. Yeah, mind you, at the moment it kind of reminds me of the 80s with all this trouble going on, <laughs> all the bills going up and everything else. Yeah, I'll leave um, a link anyway if anybody wants to have a look at that. Is it Somebody's put it on YouTube. And yeah, it's quite interesting and funny. <laughs> right, are you ready for the second story? Yes, I am. Disappearing theatre couple. To preface this story, I do not believe in ghosts or anything paranormal, but this is something I fully cannot explain. This is a slightly longer story, but I will do my best to keep it brief, while still providing the greatest detail possible. In case anyone is wondering, I have never taken any drugs and was over 16 for everything discussed. For context... I've worked at a movie theatre for around eight years. In late 2017, I received a promotion to manager and began to close the building at night. In short, besides office work, all that is required to close is to go through each auditorium in the theatre and check to make sure nobody is still there. The first time anything unexplained occurred was January the 8th, 2018. 
I was making my rounds as usual, checking each theatre to make sure everyone had left. When I got to auditorium number nine, one of the last ones left to check, I began to walk up the walkway toward the seats when I heard voices. I didn't think much of it, but was slightly annoyed as the last movie playing in that auditorium had ended nearly two hours prior to my check. It isn't incredibly rare for people to have long conversations after their movie has ended, but two hours is a long time. I couldn't make out what they were saying, but I could tell they were a group of two, a man and a woman. As I approached the end of the walkway and neared the corner to look up at the seats, the couple must have heard my footsteps or keys, because I very clearly heard the man say, Hold on. I turned the corner and began to say something about us being closed and them needing to head out. Upon looking up at the seats, I realised nobody was there. I swear to God. I checked behind every seat in the auditorium and behind the screen. Absolutely nothing. Beside the entrance to the auditorium where I was walking up, The only other exits are two alarmed emergency doors on either side of the screen that lead outside. No alarms were set off and I checked to make sure both were functional. Finally, I checked if, for any reason, there was some audio playing in the auditorium. The projector had completed its closing shutdown an hour and a half before I was in the theatre, while still having no concrete explanation I chalked it up to being tired and convinced myself I was just hearing things. Fast forward to a year later with nothing strange happening and the second instance occurred. This night, instead of checking each auditorium on the ground level, I chose instead to look in through the small windows in Booth, the upstairs area containing the projectors. While the view of the auditorium below isn't perfect. The top-down view is still enough to tell if any stragglers are still hanging around. I got to auditorium number nine and peering in, I noticed a couple holding hands in the middle two seats of the middle row. I could only barely make out the top of two heads above the seats and their held hands resting on the cup holder, separating them. Again, I was slightly annoyed as the last movie had broken hours prior, but at that point I had drawn no parallels between this night and the previous one due to there being an employee staircase directly next to my location in Booth. It took me about 45 seconds to get to the auditorium. Walking up, I heard the muffled voices of a man and a woman, and at this point there was a certain degree of deja vu. Sure enough, upon nearing the corner, I heard the man say, Immediately realising the similarity, I paused, took a breath and turned the corner. Nobody was there. I freaked out, checked under every seat, behind the screen, and both alarmed doors were not triggered. Furthermore, I knew for a fact the projector was shut down as I had been in booth two minutes prior. 
This time, I took it a step further in my search for the answer. I checked every exit camera in the entire theatre, and there was nothing. I checked the outdoor cameras that view the exit doors of the auditorium. Again, nothing. Finally, I looked at the assigned seating chart for the last show in that auditorium. It was a Hindi-language Bollywood movie that had sold no tickets that day. Needless to say, I was incredibly uncomfortable, and it only got worse when I realised the date. I kid you not, it was January the 8th, 2019. I confirmed the first time was the same date by checking a text conversation I had had with a co-worker that night. Joking about how I was losing it tonight after the first instance. Again, I do not believe in ghosts or paranormal. But ever since this second instance, I have not checked auditorium number nine on January the 8th. I thought about this a lot since and still have no possible clue as to what may have occurred. None of my fellow managers have experienced this, but I've also been the only one working the closing shift on January the 8th for the last five years straight. If anyone has any theories, I'd be more than interested in hearing them. I can provide any further details that are requested, but I am not willing to share any information on where my location is or what company I work for. Edit. To clarify, when I say I don't believe in ghosts or the paranormal, I more so mean in the horror sense. Stuff like horror movie hauntings, throwing chairs, leaving messages in blood, that sort of thing. The Ghost Adventures TV show, for example. The idea of a moment or event being locked in time or souls unable to fully move on for whatever reason is something I am open to and have considered here. I apologise for the closed-minded wording of my original post and will avoid that if I ever need to post again. I just want to say that when I did the voice-over thing... The man was saying, hold on, not, he was saying sort of, hold on, not, hold on. <laughs> I'm saying that because when I I did it, it sounds like, hold on, it sounds fine. But when I did my magic to it, it sounds like hold on, which is from Game of Thrones. <laughs> and he says, hold on, hold on. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. So, Cinema creepy places anyway do you know that the cinema in bristol the one that we like to go to the little shabby cinema Mm. where we can sneak our sweets in somebody was murdered in there yeah yeah did you know that no they were shot in the 40s that's weird and apparently it is haunted Mm. um they've never found out who did it and i think some film students in bristol are going to make a film about it so that should be quite interesting yeah um yeah. Do you ever feel a presence in there? I must say that I think I do. No. There is something spooky. Mind you, half the time is because I'm going in to watch a horror film. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time we went in, we all went with, to watch Ghostbusters. Can you remember? Yeah. And we all cried. Did we? We did. Even you. <gasps> we were all crying. 
where it was like nostalgia when the, the 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 you know the original Ghostbusters came on, and then the music came on at the end. It was like, yay! Sorry if anybody hadn't watched it. I were crying. Ah, uh, yes, you were. You teared up. And you know Molly me? did. We all did. Raj, Maisie, the lot. I didn't. <laughs> right, are you ready for the third story? Yes, I am. Not sure of the relevance of my background, but I'm originally from rural northern Ontario, Canada. And I've always spent most of my time in the woods and out in nature, regardless of where we moved. Over the years, I've seen some weird stuff, but this experience surely takes the cake. When I was 16 years old, living with my mum in ruralish New Jersey, USA. My best friend and I had an experience that we both still remember vividly. And my wife wants me to share the story to see what people think we saw. My buddy and I used to cut through this farmer's field between my mum's neighbourhood and our local mall, maybe a mile or so long. It rarely had crops over the years, maybe one year of corn in the few years cutting through it, if I remember right. The field was barren on this day, and we were headed to the mall to hang out. We didn't notice anything unusual on the way to the mall through the field. We stayed in the mall about an hour or two and went back through the field to get back to my mum's. We didn't drink or eat anything in the mall that I remember, No drug usage or alcohol either. When we got to the tree line between the field and the mall, we saw a handful of people all dressed somewhat similar in overalls of some sort. Played shirts collecting things off the ground. I figured they were harmless and we knew the old guy's name who owned the field and probably wouldn't get yelled at if we name dropped. As we made our way through the field and got closer, I remember feeling a lot of static energy. It looked like they were picking up smoking coals off the ground and throwing them in buckets. Weird, but we didn't say anything to these folks and just kind of skirted around them till we were nearing the tree line back to my mum's neighbourhood. We heard a loud whooshing noise, sort of like an air compressor. We turned back and there was a group of six identical white-suited men with daft punk-esque helmets that seemed to be shooting silently like their weapons made no noise at the folks picking those things up off the ground. Their sidearms looked like the guns used to spread weed killer or a paint sprayer really long and thin. They didn't seem to notice us watching until my friend went into a panic and started freaking out. I grabbed him by his shirt and started dragging him toward the tree line, but he was in some sort of shock. I looked back as we were running, and they were all facing us, but not pursuing. My friend went home, and we didn't talk to each other for about a week. Everyone we told today has said we were mad, minus my wife and father. I will say after the initial whoosh, we never heard another noise not even a cricket, for the whole encounter till we made it back across the tree line. 
I'm curious to know what Reddit thinks we saw. I am new to the platform. My wife says that this was a glitch and other people have strange encounters and share them here. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't really know what to make of that one. That sounds a bit alienish as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Not that we've had aliens, but anyway, this is all a bit alien and, and like conspiracy and, and all a bit. Ooh. Yeah, well, America had aliens, didn't they? They got shut down. Oh, there's all sorts going on in those guys. I'm telling America, you. There's everything. There's, there's always something going on in there. Yeah. There's like trains being derailed at the moment, all sorts going on. I I said to Roger, actually, when we were, apparently they, they were balloons, weren't they, that were shot down. How we all just accepted that nobody knew what these things were. Yeah, why would people say they're balloons? Because they're trying to hide something. It was just weird. It was all a bit weird. And it was just, like, I did watch a TikTok. And it was because of lately, we've gone through COVID, we've gone like, a, a war has started and all that other stuff. We're just, like, really accepting now of things. And it's like, ah, okay, yeah. It's yeah. a UFO up in the world up in the sky a few of them up there and we're just yeah. like move on let's get to work it was 2023 got for us next <laughs> oh i just need it slow down a little bit mm. right are you ready for the fourth and final story you saw it ah i saw an entire building disappear sorry in advance for the long read but this happened to me yesterday afternoon, and I've been trying to find people with similar experiences, explanations as to what happened. A disclaimer before you read. 1. I appreciate all viewpoints and theories to this experience, but please do be kind. I've been accused of having a mental illness, lying in very mean ways. I'm a 19-year-old girl, I never post on Reddit because I'm shy and don't want to read mean things about myself. Number two, I am a mental health nursing student. We have to have multiple appointments from occupational therapists to see if we are fit for the role. My last appointment was on Tuesday. I got the all clear. I've been doing this for a year. I've never had any hallucinations 
except possibly the bird, which I explain later. And I have no history of mental illness. It is also a very observed course, and if my lecturers, classmates or therapists thought I had any issues whatsoever, I would be assessed and helped as necessary. So whilst I appreciate this may have been a micro-dream or hallucination, I do not accept or agree with accusations of being delusional per se. It's sad that I've had to put a disclaimer, but it seems as though some people don't realise how words can affect other people. Please just remember that kindness goes a long way nowadays, more than ever. Sorry for the rambling, here goes. I go to university and I'm on campus three days a week. I do healthcare, so I'm in a specific building 95% of the time. It's very old, built in the 1800s, and gives me the creeps. Today I was in the same room for three and a half hours, two different lectures. I've never been in this room before. I sat in the same seat the entire time on the far left of the room, next to a bare wall. The whole right side of the room had windows looking out over the campus. I got distracted, as one does during a lecture, and looked outside. I saw a tall, white, concrete building. It must have been about ten storeys tall, with absolutely no windows. On top, was a large box with wires around it. Though I wasn't creeped out by this, I did think to myself that it was odd how I'd never seen this building on campus as it was fairly close to the building I was in. To the left were two normal-looking buildings, both with windows and no giant box on top. After my first lecture finished, the teacher swapped over We joked with our new teacher about being in a different building for our next semester, as ours was cold and creepy. The building we wanted to be in was about a two-minute walk away. To that, my lecturer replied, It's only over there, after someone had complained about it being too far away to move to. She pointed out the window in the direction of the odd building I had seen earlier, It was completely gone and replaced by what looked like an old clock tower. At first, I just thought that I must have leaned to the left or right earlier when looking out the window. So I checked again, moving all around my seat to try and see the white building again. It was gone. I immediately felt spooked. The trees that were in front of the building I saw were still there. The two buildings to the left were still there, but no white building. I didn't say anything to my friends at the time, but when the lecture ended, I did a double take and actually went over to the window to look. No building at all. I later told one of my friends and she joked that I must be seeing things or shifted dimensions. I laughed it off, but I was and still am extremely unsettled and I have no idea why I feel so off about it seeing as it doesn't seem like a big deal 
I've had an experience in the past with seeing a pigeon disappear whilst flying in open air. But this was before the glitch in the Matrix talk was around like it is now. So I just put it down to being my head imagining things. Does anyone have any ideas? What is a time slip or a glitch? I definitely don't have hallucinations. And I was looking at the white building for long enough to know it was there. I've googled my campus to see if there is any building that looks similar near where I learn. But there's absolutely none. I found the two buildings to the left and the clock tower though. I know it might not seem believable, but it's what I saw. Any conspiracies to what happened is greatly appreciated. Sorry for the long read. Have you ever noticed anything disappearing? Mm, nah, not really. Do you know, I've, I've had little sort of, ooh, I don't know how best to describe them, little... Little flickers of something's different. Yeah, but, something's missing. Like, yeah, or something, something's changed. And I like when they left their child in in home alone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. When when they got you, when you're kind of sensing something's not right. Yeah. Now I do that quite a lot, but because I am in that bubble, I don't actually pay too much attention to it. I never really feel like that, but if I do feel like that, I pay attention to it because I've watched a lot of films. Mm. <laughs> the one time, like, I suppose I did is I think we need to start looking at the skies a bit more. I'm just talking about you and I personally because everybody else might look at the skies. Mm. Um, I mean, I do because it's lovely, especially when there's no light pollution. But we need to start looking up because once, when I told you about seeing that UFO that time, yeah. That was really strange how that came back. So I was going out for a cigarette and I just thought, I'm going to look up at this guy, see what's going on up there. And that's when I saw those strange lights. Yeah, so I remember one time me me and Milo was in the car. Mm. We're, drive, we're driving down and then we're, we, we see this thing up and it looks like fire in the sky. Mm. But it was like, I don't even know what it is. It was a fat meteor or something. Mm. Because it actually bore like... Sounds like I'm lying, but I swear down me. It was actually like summit. It looked like it was on fire, like I was just mm. all flying down. Because me and Miley looked up and were like, what is that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we all need to start looking up a bit more, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> that is the end of this episode. Please let us know what you'd like to hear and stay tuned. Yeah. And we will catch you again next Sunday. Well, actually, we won't. We, we will actually, if you're listening to our terabytes, we'll catch you on Tuesday. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.